What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. Hello, Timothy. The new face of video games, Blessing Eddie Oye Jr. It's nice to see you're back from the dead. I, what? Did I die? Oh, you didn't listen. Yeah, you didn't you listen died. last week. Oh, you I missed last, last week. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Big what time. happened to me? Damn. What happened yeah, you, to me? You, you, oh, you, remember? You, you tripped over Moose, <laughs> fell on Cool Greg. Cool, cool Greg was holding a bunch of knives. Had a lot of knives on him. Yeah, a lot of knives. Yeah, oh, a lot wow. of knives. It was unfortunate. Classic just, Cool Greg move. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Blessing, I'd like you to know that I made a purchase today that I think is going to excite you. Oh, what's this? It's a t-shirt that just has the NBA Street Volume 2 box art on it. Wow. That's, That's awesome. Really it's sick. It's fucking awesome. I need to see this. It's it's exciting stuff. Can't wait for it to get here. I definitely will wear it on this show. And of course, we have the Nitro Rifle himself, Standy Cortez. That's me, everybody. Is it going to stick? Cortez. Is it going to stick? He's standing up, everybody that can't tell you. Well, Standy Cortez. <laughs> Are you we'll on a little bounce? Are you we'll bouncing be switching right it up. Now? I'm on the balance board right now. Yeah, today we had that stream where we dominated Champions Road. Mm-hmm. It was one of the coolest moments I've ever felt in video games. Just it's so hard to do that. Four players beating Champions Road, and then we hopped into Call of Duty, and that's when I brought the I brought the table down. I need to oh, sit wow. down. Gotta I need to be serious. in my position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mouse the keyboards. I oh, joined them up. in the zone in the war zone for mm-hmm. the first time. Oh my gosh, time. how'd you do? Oh, did wow. I, get I got some kills. I got yeah, some you things did. going on. You know, it was pretty. It was pretty damn fun. You guys, you guys got, got second a couple of times, I think. Two yeah. times. Yeah. Two times. Not Two much time help Timmy. from me. But, you know, I, I was having a good time. We were joking that I'm like the civilian in a movie that has to be with all the military guys. And they just kind of bring me. I'm like, I don't even belong here. There was uh, a moment where I was shooting a dude and then ran into a building and jumped through the glass. And Tim goes, Andy, that was so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, what happened? He was like, you just jumped through that window, man. It was awesome. <laughs> dude, real talk. Warzone was awesome. I can't believe how fast that game is. It feels good. Feels great. It's damn. And good. plus you got the machine board good. too. Oh yeah. It was it was awesome. You guys can go check out that stream on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, no, sorry, kind of funny plays, uh, where all the Warzone streams are and all of the Mario 3D World streams are as well, where we have finally conquered Champions Road. Like Andy said, it was one of the greatest accomplishments that we've ever ever done in video games. Me, Thanks, Nick Scarpino, Andy Cortez, and Michael Howard <gasps> making our way. His first Mario game. And he beat Champions Road. We, by the end of it, we were just working as one perfect team. It was an Avengers moment of wow. all of us doing exactly what we needed to do to get to the end. Oh, it was so satisfying. Go check it out. But now, Tim, did yes, you know? Did up? you know that if you if you all do the ground pound at the same time, it like takes out all the enemies in the immediate area? No. I I did that randomly when I was playing with the homie last week. We like did, we did that on accident and it took out it took out all the enemies in the area oh and we were God. like, what the fuck? It felt like we were discovering something crazy. Damn. So fun fact. That would have been real helpful for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we did it without those cheat codes, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Because we're real fucking gamers out here. Uh speaking of being real gamers, this is the kind of funny games cast where each and every week right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games we come at you with all of the video game stuff that we now i was doing the games daily intro there it happens you know what i mean you start you get on a track i'm like oh the little somebody must have came and pulled change that little little yeah and i'm going on the other side you know what i mean nah it's games cast you know which one do you pick is it do you pick the one person or the one with eight people like which one do you pick the one child or the four adults yeah Mm -hmm. what would you do bless Oh, I'm not answering that here. <laughs> You're not well, getting like, Is the it, look first off? Is the kid really, really good at sports? Like, will they go out to be uh, a pro athlete? Also, on the four adult side, 
Are any of them doctors? Are any of them The mm-hmm. Rock? You know, that's any of them the sex offenders. Kind of, yep. Yeah. You got to. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Like, what, yeah. if you don't know what, what the kids can be, one doctor, one The Rock, and then two sex offenders. Kid might grow up to be a murderer too. We don't know. But one the of the saddest things. Potential. Today has been a very eventful day for Tim Gettys. Uh, in, in many ways, we we conquer Champions Road and all that. We've talked about that. But uh, the other thing is, Andy. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. Greg. I, I saw uh, that Laura Bailey quote tweeted a Sesame Street video, and then you responded to it and saying like, "Oh my God!" Like every time I see this, like it, it's fucking awesome. I'd never seen it, so I oh. watched through it, and it's this it's this little adorable boy talking to one of the Sesame Street monsters. I'm not familiar with this gentleman, um, and they're like they're counting together, like learning teaching this kid how to count to twenty. Was it the count? Oh, boom! There we go. There we go. I'm opening it up. I'll find oh, out who this, this is. This is awesome. Is. It's, it's it's up on Gamescast right now. So yeah, who's this guy? I don't, I don't know who the fuck this guy. Is. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me that's not what's this guy's name, Greg? That's older Grover. That is not older Grover. That is not Grover. Not every blue person is Grover. (laughs) There's only one non-blue person that's not Grover, and that's Cookie Monster. Now, this this video goes places, though. Uh, Barrett, if you could scroll to the end here. Just anywhere and just click. A little more. A little more. Boom. All of a sudden, he's old. It's him. It's him many years later. And, And it's like, holy shit. But then, what I don't think anybody should do is click into this and start reading the comments and stuff because apparently this guy's a sex offender oh jesus oh, oh no. Christ. yeah god just be good people now, are Son you of a sure bitch? bring some joy into this world what'd you say greg god damn it this is like an internet thing or is he like you know what i mean like they're all making a joke sir they got the real information here snoops.com they on it they on it that's all i'm saying like i said snoops. i didn't look too far into it but not, not Snoop Dogg's website. Snoop is going to snoop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you can watch this show on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames or roosterteeth.com or you could watch it on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where you could watch it live and ad-free with the exclusive post show just like our Patreon producers can. The nanobiologist Tyler Ross, Joy, Joseph O. Yusuf, Trent Berry, Mizuki, Man Bear Paradox, Julian the Gluten-Free Gamer, Alex J. Sandoval, Sancho West Gaming, James Hastings, Elliot, and Casey Kern did. We appreciate all of you very, very much. Uh, the housekeeping, all I want to tell you, youtube.com slash plays. Go check out our streams. There's a lot of fun stuff every single day. Greg, what did you play last week? On YouTube? Uh, for the stream. I'm getting well uh, for the stream. I played uh, more Swore Tour. We played. We talked. We did a uh, the we did we read House of M, and mm-hmm. we all talked about that with the we- weapons arbiter Chris Anka. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, we played more Swore Tour. Well, I'll go. tell you what's you coming up. Re- tell you what's coming up really really soon. Mm. It's already kind of scheduled out. We're really worried about it. I'm very terrified of it. Bless and I. Well, I'll be watching Bless play Resident Evil Seven for the first time. Yeah. It's about to get spooky, boys. I'm yeah, very worried about spooky. it. Very worried about it. But also this Friday, Overwatch community stream. Bless, Ooh. we'll be there. Yeah, I'm excited I'll be for there. that. We're playing on Snowback PC. Mike right? will be there. I think we're also trying to get Lucy James uh, and Tamor Hussein from Gamespot in there as well. Uh, possibly Jessica Howard from Uppercut Crit. Crit. Uppercut Crit. Uh, hopefully, we get all of yeah, them in there. And it, we'll do a, we'll do a community thing. It'll be a, a fun thing to play with uh, with people in chat and stuff like that. Now, speaking Fun of uh, playing with the community later today, if you're watching this on Wednesday, live, uh, Snowbike Michael and I will be playing Fall Guys, uh, doing a server uh, for Fall Guys season four. Oh, nice! Oh. Before we move on Wait, too much from that, 
uh barrett what what's your what are your thoughts on uh, fall guys season four i haven't been able to jump in yet um i so yeah the, the cool thing is that they added a mode where it's like just the new uh, uh maps or whatever you want to call them and it's really fun cool. i love the vibe of the the futuristic what do they call it 4041 or something like that something cute um yeah and it's really fun uh it, it feels like very like what the 80s think like the future is and it's it's got new fun like soundtracks uh a lot of the races screen space reflections yeah exactly uh Mm. i I like a lot of the new races uh they're they're fun and inventive and like it's honestly bringing me back like the uh what was it the the knights medieval yeah the medieval stuff like i don't like that that vibe just wasn't work for working for me, and then like also like the new races, I I just don't think were like inventive enough. Whereas uh, this one here, uh, I, I've been having a lot of fun with. Even the team uh, uh, matches that were where you have to like uh, work with a group of people have been really fun. There's one with uh, basketball. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, oh, the fun. the basketball one is actually pretty fun. And then there's like a battery one uh, where you hold onto a battery, and then like uh, when you hold onto the battery, you um kind of like take up spaces for your own team on the floor uh mm. you can like take back uh spaces from the other team and stuff like that it's really fun um and so yeah i've been really enjoying fall guys uh season four and i'm excited to play with snow bicycle bicycle uh later uh today over on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games private uh or not private uh, custom server playing on pc come join us greg, go ahead, greg what's up i want you to know tim Mm. That this kid in the Sesame Street video is not proven to be a sex offender. <laughs> I mean, did you listen to what I was saying? Snopes.com says it's unproven. You yeah, were the one pointing that out as like the that's like the jazz. That's well, what I was go. saying. It, what I was saying is like I was digging into the comments, and as they go into it, it's going this pretty deep. And I said I, I was backing off of that. I was wasn't going too deep into this, but that's what they were saying. And according to them, I've seen not based, one comment yet on this fucking tweet. I had to scroll saying, a long time to get. I've to I've seen it. a lot of stuff, and I'm telling you the facts I know right now. Is that what happened with this man? Is that Snopes.com has some stuff, and then the commenters are taking a bunch of facts about a sex offender list, and they add up with this guy perfectly. That's what I know. That's what I've seen. What Snopes says is unproven. What's true? John John shares plenty of biographical biographical information with a known registered sex offender, including their names, John Bernard Williams, their birth years, 1969, their mother's first names, Trina, and the state of their last known residence, Texas. What's undetermined? We can't definitively prove or disprove that John John grew up to be a registered sex offender. This is what happens. I just want the full story out there. All right. I I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that's what I was telling people. Dude, I feel better about yourself. Now we're talking about the the real human being. We're not talking about the blue Sesame Street character. No, no, he's definitely (laughs) a sex offender. Do we know? I was going to say, do we know about him? We don't yeah, know. We know okay, that's why he's There's a the reason you don't know that Muppet's name, all <laughs> that's right? That's why Grover they... replaced him. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, don't be a sex offender. Be cool. Very true. Be Very that's, true. That's really all that we need that to know. That is here. the heart of this message. <laughs> Barrett, have you played uh, any of the squad stuff in uh, Fall Guys Season 4? No, and I'm I'm interested uh, with it. And maybe while uh, we're waiting for people to come into the, the custom server, maybe Mike and I will we'll try to fuck around with that. And I, I'm not entirely – so it's like – uh, like, because you could technically squad up in uh, Fall Guys before, but there is still only one winner. Is this like a thing now where like the entire team wins together? The, from what I uh, was was told, mm-hmm. uh, if you die, as long as one member of your squad's still alive for the next round, you come back in the oh, next round. So it's trying to incentivize, you know, not not having when because when one person dies and you're like only one game in, everyone's like, ah, fuck it, let's quit out, so we're all together. Yeah. 
So that's okay. smart stuff. Yeah. That Which I got to say, I know I'm so behind on this, but playing Warzone today for the first time, I am so impressed with all the game modes and like how much thought is put into it and how Battle Royales have just been so finely tuned over the last like three years to just get to a point where like any inconvenience is just gone. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you just want to revive faster? Cool. The Gulag? Yeah, that's a thing. By the way, Greg, Guess yeah. who got out of the gulag today? You got out of the goo goo. This motherfucker. And I felt real good about it. That's a good feeling. That's it. great, Tim. Yeah, there was an energy just flowing through. Because Tim, was... I'll tell you what, my gulag success rate probably like maybe ten percent. The like mm-hmm. I, you put me on the field with a sniper rifle, I'm guaranteed to just frag out out of my mind. But put me in the gulag and I'm useless as hell. Mm-hmm. I just never know where they're coming from. The sound is always shitty. Uh, <laughs> Warzone is known for having some of the worst spatial sound where. A person, you don't hear their footstep till they're one foot behind you, and you're dead. You know, shoddy to the head, back to the head. Uh, it's it's over. So, um, yeah, Gulag is really, really awful. So you did a great job today. I'm really proud of you. Thank Can we you. get another round of applause for Tim? Sorry. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. I'll take it. I love it. And this isn't at all, this isn't criticizing. Offend away. It. Offend away. No, no, no. It's not meant to offend anybody. Uh, for real. I love the standing desk Andy has. I'm getting my own here in a couple weeks. But I, the new setup has Andy looking off camera as if he's being interviewed on a documentary. It's killing me. I love Tim, and I just want to say all these different. Really? Awesome. Yeah. I'm usually, I'm usually looking at the right. Yeah, but I think it's because you're usually closer to it that it doesn't look like you're so far off the cam. Like I'm not saying you need to change. Like look, I can look at Discord right now. No, 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 no. Do you this again? I'm not trying to get in your head about it. I actually like it, and especially the way you're, you're in the. Well, I guess hold on. Here's a clue with Andy. Though. Yeah, the way you're in the frame here, like it, it, it good, but it's just like you're just like. And listen, that's why the Bulls are the best team. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. Like there's, like, there's multiple, like, like there's multiple shots in the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there, there's a head on. I'm looking. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. to it, but then it cuts to the black and white one, and I'm like over here talking. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing um, with Andy though. When when you tell him you're not trying to get into his head, it's too late. You're in his head. Oh, it's way too late. But look yeah, at him. Definitely. He's got a new confidence standing. He's got energy to him standing. He Sandy should Cortez. I mean, look, I stood up all the time. I've been sitting on my ass for the whole goddamn year, and I feel better about myself already, you know? Like, sure. I'm I'm looking at my Fitbit more, and I'm seeing the calories going up, the calories burnt going up. I'm constantly moving and shaking, you know? Like, I feel so much better about my situation now. My body's still very sore, though, from building the desk. Very sore. Andy, Andy, I want to I want to keep with you for a second. I want to hear about this Hollow Knight game because you know every week I'm asking what games that you've been playing on on you know for to talk about games cast, yeah. and we haven't talked too much about Hollow Knight to unless you talked about it when I wasn't here last week. What, what's your status with the game now? Um, I feel like I'm getting really close to finishing this game. Finally, mm-hmm. um, it is getting more and more difficult. These boss fights are intense as hell, but. It, it gives you that Souls-like satisfaction when you finally figure out a boss's pattern, patterns and you conquer it, and it feels amazing. Uh, it's such a smart game. I, you don't really get the feeling of the cleverness in its design until about halfway through, where I talked about in so, in my, when I broke down uh, Dark Souls 1 several, like a month or two or whatever it was, mm-hmm. when you have those moments of those level design kind of holy crap, I can't believe this thing is next to this. I didn't start getting that until halfway through my experience to Hollow Knight. I didn't know it had anything like that. It is a Metroidvania, essentially, but you can use abilities. I I got to the very, very top of one area, and I use an ability where you hold down left trigger, and you you sort of charge up on a, a move, and then you shoot forward, and it helps you get to other areas in the world. 
that you may not have gotten to prior because maybe you didn't have double jump or you didn't have your dash or whatever. And suddenly I'm flying across the sky like, where the hell am I going? And then I arrived in the spawn of the first place you ever land in. Uh, the first, like, where you start the video game at. So, very smart. It's apparently has a very, very deep lore as well that I'm excited to sort of dig into because I didn't really know. It's, it, for all I know, you're just killing these bugs. And there's this sort of... Uh, there's a dream state and there are bosses that when you read up on their backstory, like, oh, that person is an asshole, you know, um, apparently there's a lot of moments like that and a lot of things to the lore that I just haven't really dug into yet. But man, the boss fi- boss fights are an absolute blast. Like, I think Bless would dig the hell out of him. Tim, you would dig the hell out of him oh, too, yeah. because very much like um, like a Cuphead sort of thing where you are in, in 2D and you have to. My favorite sort of boss fights are the reactionary type boss fights. Um, You know, you see the enemies attacking down here, dash left, it's coming from the right, jump up, and you have those really quick sort of, I have to react perfectly. Um, It's the boss fights that really piss me off when it'll shoot some sort of projectile that's really slowly moving, and I have to guess where it's going to land and get out of the way. I'm so bad at spatial awareness like that, but when it's sort of quick (laughs) Mario Maker type, uh, reactionary movements. I love boss fights like that, and this game has them in spades. So I'm getting really close. I feel like I am maybe five hours away from beating it, and it is, it's a very, very large game too. So you could probably main path it and kill every boss you need to, but there are tons of uh, optional bosses as well. And it's a blast. The upgrade system's fun as hell. The a, uh, There are these things called charms, sort of like... Um, like runes that you might uh, equip and the charms are um, your attack is longer now. Uh, your, your attack sort of radius is longer now, or you can, every time you hit, you gain more uh, souls or whatever you want to call them. Like this game is just so easy to compare to souls games. Um, it's, it's really fun. It's addicting. And I can't wait to get back to it. Cause I'm, I'm so freaking close, but All right. the, have you become one of those people that's like, where is hollow Knight silk song? I will. That's the whole point of this. Yeah, I, like that was my goal. <laughs> well, that's the whole point of this. Once I finish it, I want to be able to guys. bitch with everybody else. I want yeah. to become where is the silk? Where is Silk Song? Yeah, because I've I've already kind of encountered that character that they are always showing on Silk Song, where it's sort of like a. I think it's a hornet, is what it is. Maybe it's a mantis. I'm not sure what the hell the Silk Song character looking thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 badass. It's really cool, and I think it's a game that a lot of people should try out if you're super into, um more difficult style boss fights in a, in a 2d game it's i've been having a lot of fun with it getting close barrett, barrett can you bring up the video i sent to assets when you have a chance please uh andy after hollow knight do you think you're going to be looking for another one of these like 2d type metroidvania souls likey games no because i think next i'm going to try to take down mario sunshine for the first time i've never oh. played mario sunshine. Oh, wow. when you say take down do you mean beat or are you trying to like 120 star it i'll beat it. it yeah i'm not okay. trying to complete uh I'm, I'm not a completionist in that way with mario games i'm gotcha. totally fine beating it and moving on you know yeah oh i can't wait to watch those streams there's gonna be some real frustrating parts when you get to that pachinko machine i've heard it's <laughs> i've heard it's frustrating in a fun way where i'm just gonna be mad and and getting annoyed say, at oh, what sure, the game makes you time. do sure yeah, well, let's keep that energy for now. Yeah. I can't wait to see. I don't know if it's going to be <laughs> exactly Mario Sunshine like is really damn good. Really damn good. But yeah, coming, playing it after Galaxy, that, that might be uh, a little bit rougher. Uh, but are you, Barrett, are you ready for this? Yeah, dog. No. Let's, yeah, let's check it this. out. 
Uh, there's this game called The Last Faith. I don't know if you guys have seen like all the viral videos oh, coming out on cool. Twitter. This coming oh, out. I guess it would be nice. It's a Kickstarter thing right now, and it's another one of those 2D Metroidvania Dark Souls type games. And I just can't believe how sick so much of this looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, just skip forward a little bit in the the trailer. Oh my god! Yeah, this has like big like, Castlevania energy, but way more. Uh, go, go, like go like, like a Bloodborne enemy. Go ten seconds back from where you were. There's like this moment where he like like jumps and has these freaking wings. Oh, Are you oh yeah. me? Like this is sick as this hell. This looks super cool. Yeah, so go check it out. It's called The Last this, Fate. You said it's a Kickstarter? Yeah, it's on Kickstarter right now. Uh, it's been up there for a while. Like the the first trailer for this game was uh, in 2020, early 2020. So I was about um, to mention. Like I was thinking, oh my god, damn, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. The abilities. He, oh my god. Yeah, he has like a bunch of abilities where he can just shoot stuff out of his arms, like lightning oh. and fire and shit. That looks really cool. Give me one sec. I'm gonna Wikipedia this to get some more info on it. I, I was how- thinking recently about how you know video games on Kickstarter were so ubiquitous, and now I just haven't seen a whole lot on Kickstarter. And I you haven't seen a lot on Kickstarter. You're not seeing them get as much press as they were before. Maybe the maybe press. Yeah, I think I'm that's so- the bigger thing about it, where everybody's burned out on talking about them, and it's so it's such a saturated market now. Yeah, but they're still getting funded, which is awesome because yeah. it is yeah. that thing where I, the ones I see, you'll see like, oh, I wonder how they're doing. You click on it, they've still crushed their goal. Okay, yeah. So they they, other, they crushed this. They they did it. Uh, they got two hundred and ten thousand uh, pounds, and they were only trying to get forty five thousand. So that's that's so really good. Yeah. Oh, so many tons. But uh, but yeah, there was a, an update on 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 March eighth saying that they're uh, excited. The backers demo is here, so people can oh. play it now. Um, very cool stuff. Anyway, yeah. it looks super great. Last page. Yeah, that looks awesome as hell. Hold on uh, one second, because if we're talking about cool Kickstarters, which I enjoy doing because we don't, I want to toss this one up. It's funded. Barrett, I'm tossing it over to you. It's from a kind of funny best friend. Barrett, it's coming to you right now. Bam. And it's called uh, Pine. Uh, this was a hit up. I tweeted about this. Uh, Tom Booth uh, had hit me up, who isn't a, a a name I recognize, but I recognized art he had done for me. He had done kind of funny fan art of me and Portillo mm. forever ago. Like, oh, I mean, like no, when we were at yeah. IGN stuff. And so he put out this Pine, a story-driven game, a story about loss, letting go, told through illustration, animation, and interaction. And I think the art style is just so fucking dope. He's got like, an amazing so... style. I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, exactly, right? And so, yeah, they, you know, they asked for uh, a lot of, I, I don't know how, how to check that, but they made over $116,000 to finish this game and get it out to everybody, which I just think looks dope as hell. They're showing it on, you know, the iPhone as you move around and stuff, but doing puzzles like this, it's kind of got that Florence vibe to it right now. We're seeing them, you know, plant some uh, vegetables and go through and do some touch and make some shadow puppets and stuff like that. But I'm so in for when this comes out. You're going to cry. Like, everybody's going to cry when they play this shit. <laughs> story I cry all the time. That's my secret. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm always crying. I'm always crying. <laughs> uh, but Andy, after you do Mario or yeah, Mario Sunshine, uh, you should pop into Ori Will of the Wisps because I know you like them dodges. I know you like traversal and all that stuff in that game. Got that in Dashes space. In the parries. That 120 I, I, frames per second now. Yeah, I I know they're I know those games are amazing, and I really don't have a good reason for not playing it other than just I'd rather play other stuff because I've hopped into the intro of it and. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I know I'll end up liking it, right? But something initially about just those first few moments, I also think it's the type of thing where it's three in the morning. I'm like, oh, it's on Game Pass. Let me download that. And then mm-hmm. I just stop because I go 10 minutes in and it's like, all right, well, it's late. You know, I kind of understand what's going on here. But yeah, 
I think it'd be a fun stream game for you at some point if you get a chance. Uh, moving on, though, I want to talk about PS4 to PS5 upgrades. This is kind of just like a, a big segment of stuff. Because, Greg, I know you talked about Avengers a lot on PS I Love You that you can find on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. But I played Crash Bandicoot 4's upgrade a little bit. Barrett's been playing Miles Morales. He platinumed not the PS4 to PS5 upgrade, but the... What, what, what's it called there? It's a performance uh, RT, so it's performance ray tracing, which I don't think the game launched with. I think no. it came out like a, like a, I think like a month after. You had to after. choose before, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, you had to either choose uh, on the PS5 version, uh, either performance or ray tracing. Uh, and so I, I still had like four or five trophies left. Uh, one of them was uh, new game, complete the game on new game plus. Uh, and so I decided to boot it up because uh, I haven't really been playing much outside of my stream. So I was like, let's let's finally go back and platinum this guy. And it was awesome to have that performance uh, uh, ray tracing mode uh, accessible. Where I think the I think the thing that gets sacrificed is the. Um, um, shit what's resolution yeah the resolution i think it scales from 1080 to 1440p depending on uh Mm -hmm. like what other uh assets need to be like reallocated and shit like that uh but it was damn pretty let me tell you like uh, like on the 4k uh oled uh with 60 frames per second uh with the ray tracing which i never felt like i I needed as much uh as the 60 frames but having it all together with the the scalability of the um why do I keep fucking blanking on the name? The resolution was just, it was fantastic, and it was really cool to see. Like, it really felt like uh, next-gen, uh, seeing that all come together. And it was really impressive. Like, I remember when they were talking about it in Somniac, and they were like, oh, yeah, it's like, we, we can we can do that pretty easy. And it, it was something we were trying to launch with, but um, there was just, like, a couple things here and there. And I, I, I hope to see more games in the future kind of uh, have that, uh, kind of like half solution to to both of those things of performance and and ray tracing and all that stuff because like I I didn't miss the 4K like the the 4K didn't feel like something that was like oh man like the, this could have looked so much better with uh, performance and the 4K and maybe without the ray tracing like it was it was all just fantastic to watch. Yeah. It's awesome to hear that you didn't miss it because that was one of the, the the things where I was playing the game where I was like, cool, I'm going to do performance mode because mm-hmm. performance lo- mode looks super super slick. But I always felt that I was missing ray tracing and missing resolution. And so I would go back and forth as I was playing. And I, I ultimately sided with performance just because I really liked yeah. the 60 FPS. Uh, but to hear it doesn't it didn't sound like you're missing too much when you're playing yeah. sounds like, and, an, and a, now, a very like nice thing. now that I'm in the you know the PC community and I've got like my 1440p monitor and stuff like that like uh, anything that's like above that it's like all right that's that's cool I don't necessarily need the 4k but it's it, it, it's nice if it's ever there uh and just because like it's next gen like the uh like all the character models look really good so like I- again even without the the 4k the scalability between 1080 and 1440p it still looks really really great um so yeah yeah it's interesting i wonder as we get like further into next gen when the the console side of things are games that are being made for ps5 and xbox series x and, and s like i wonder if they're going to continue giving us the options or if there's just going to be one the default, day hey, this it's, it is what it is yeah. or not even that it's all but it's they kind of give up on certain things because huh. they realize that it's like not worth giving the options for this reason or that mm-hmm. reason or whatever or mm-hmm. if it, there's just it's just going to become more and more like pc gaming where at this point there's at least three options right to play miles morales or, or 
was there more added besides this? Do you know? I think that was it. I think it was just the uh, the ones that I could load up were performance and performance RT. I think. Um, I don't. Remember I'd be interested it. to see what the statistics are. Or what yeah. Insomniac yeah, like seeing on their side, you yeah, know, what like people what are choosing. Seeing. Yeah. But also, I guess going into that, not only what people are choosing, but what people even have at their house. Like maybe people don't even have 4K TVs yet. You know, um, which I can only sure imagine, still... like playing it, uh, playing this mode on a, a 1080 or whatever, um, or even just like a 1440p screen. Like it's got to look also just completely incredible uh yeah. and having that option for for people who don't have uh 4k screens has got to be dope it's one of those things where i think about insomniac's crazy good tech and id software's crazy good tech just shared with everybody you know because yeah. i like there's no way there's no reason that these games play so well and look so damn good and so smooth uh tim did you ever fire up doom eternal I not yet no, yeah. but I mean, dude, oh even today, God. Warzone at 240 frames per second, I'm like, good lord. Yeah. And like, because that's a game that's so fast that it's like you actually feel it compared <laughs> yeah. to like I was playing Halo or some other things and it's like, ah, it's a little slower and it's like, dude, and you definitely don't need it. Doom is yeah, so down, like The fact that Doom Eternal can look as great as it does on ultra settings and still run at the most ridiculous of frame rates, like 170 and up, <laughs> it. Yeah, like just you feel like the flash. Tech. You feel like you're moving in, in fast. It's blistering. Like, yeah, share the. It's tech. incredible. But I, I, I come. From, I'm, I come at this from like a weird place. Place because I feel like I, I wish I didn't have the choice all the time. Like I wish I didn't have saying. to choose. You know, I, I would love for the standard to be devs being like, all right, this is our vision. Our vision is for you yeah. guys to play with ray tracing and X, Y, and Z on these types of settings, and this is how we want you to play, and that's going to be the one option. But then I also get the other side of it too, where people have different monitors and different setups, and so. You probably can't get the best out of all those different setups, right? Because not everybody has 120 FPS or 4K or whatever. But there's it may still be. that feeling, right? Where it's like you see one and you're like, "Oh, I like this," and then you go to the other, you're like, "Well, I like this, but I, I like that." Yeah. Like you you want that best of both worlds, like uh, Miles is done now. Yeah. So that's an interesting thing with uh, Ratchet coming out, also made by Insomniac. This yeah. one, PS5 only, right? Yes. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah it, correct. Because the the stuff that they're trying to do wouldn't work on a PS4. S- so what what do we think the options are going to be there? Do you think it's going to launch with two different options, three different options, one? I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be two, two or three. I think it, I think they'll launch with two, and maybe it, it'll be the same way uh, with uh, Miles Morales, or maybe like a month or two down the line, maybe we get a similar performance uh, ray tracing thing. Especially with like trying to wrap that game up, uh, working from home and stuff, it'll be interesting to see what they're able to pull off uh, from home. You know. So you're yeah. saying I, two, Barrett? I'm I'm <clears throat> saying they launch with two, and then uh, I, I would say it's probably likely that we get a third one uh, down the line. Blessing, what do you say? I say three. I think we get the three, the same three options we got on Miles Morales because I f- I figure them adding that option to Miles Morales is them figuring it out and understanding that same. that is a thing that people want, and it seems like them adding that is a big it. People people enjoy that. People are very happy about that addition, and so I think they identify that and go, okay, we're going to prioritize this and have it at launch. That'd be Andy, incredible. What do you man. think? Three. Tim? I I think... I think three, but I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it's one, and the one is the performance. I'm Zach a- Zuizen at Kotaku reports, Ratchet and Clank Apart will have a 60 frame per second mode, but that's not the full story. Insomniac has confirmed today that Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart will have two different modes, yes. one running in 4K at 30 frames per second, and the other running in lower resolution at 60 frames per second. That's a bummer. Now, when um, was it written? 
This was written in August of uh, 2020. Okay. Oh, then I, I'd say throw that out, right? Because yeah, that, like, that's before they added the that's before they even added the third one into Miles Morales. That's that's true, but it, I, 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 anything can happen. You can anything change anything. Can that's where they're standing right now. Though, yeah, that's true. I think as they keep on figuring out the tech and getting more comfortable with it, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they say, yes, you can run 60 frames. And again, the ray tracing that they're doing is very selective, right? Like they aren't. Yeah. They aren't making everything ray traced because that's just a pain in the ass to do on the or not a pain in the ass to do, but a pain in the ass to process. But they can make like they they mentioned in interviews that only clank uh, is ray traced or only the ground in this area is ray traced. Like they don't need to add it everywhere. So right. I I I think we'd see more advancements. Advancement. I got something in my fucking eye, dude. <laughs> I got so one for you from so CCF Tech if you want to. Uh, yeah. the, over there they write. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart PS5 runs in dynamic 4K resolution with HDR. Performance mode targets 60 frames per second. This is 60, uh, the September 30th, 2020, right? Some interesting new Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart PS5 tidbits have surfaced online, including details about the game's resolution and frame rate. Earlier today, Sony updated its, P- it updated its PS5 game pages, and with that comes some additional info on the game. We already knew that the game will offer a 60 frame per second mode, and we know uh, also have some addition. We now also have some additional details about rendering resolution. As listed on the update game page, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is displayed in quote dynamic 4K and HDR instead of native 4K resolution. This implies that the game dynamically changes between resolutions depending on what is happening on the screen in order to preserve visual quality and frame rate uh quote stunning visuals enhanced lighting and ray tracing make for super sharp visual fidelity the updated page now reads displayed in crisp dynamic 4k and hdr behold dazzling in-game worlds as you work to save the universe enjoy performance mode to experience a targeted 60 frames per second frame rate as you encounter new enemies across multiple uh dimensions i mean that sounds right that sounds like the miles morales thing right where yeah, you're kind of I mean, getting best of both worlds, a targeted 60 and RTX. Get the best of both worlds. I love them using the word dazzling. That was a good use of dazzling. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, a I question can... for you guys going around the, the group. If there were the three options, which one would you take? Oh, I would do the ray trace performance that yeah. Barrett described earlier. That's, that that, that honestly fantastic. sounds like the ideal. Because that was the one thing I felt like I was missing when I was playing Miles Morales when I was playing 60 FPS was... Yeah, it'd be nice if I if I could just get those reflections. It'd be nice if I could just get the ray tracing because that was that's been a big seller for what next gen is. Ray tracing has been the been one of the few terms that they've been throwing around f- from both Xbox and PlayStation, and so that's something that I I want to experience out of most of my next gen games. Uh, and so like yeah, sixty FPS ray tracing for me would be the, the way to go. Yeah, I want. I mean, if that's the option, sure, but it's sixty frames per second or bust. That's what the break is for me, right? Same. Andy. Oh, totally same. Yeah, I, I'm always a frame rate over visuals person. Um, yeah. And the thing that, again, I, I, w- I just wish Sony did the thing Xbox lets you do, man. Let us, let us, let me play my game at 1440p, you know, and then you can scale <laughs> however you want. Like, do whatever you want. Like, you could say it's scaling up to 4K, but in, I just hate that it's 1080p or 4K, and there's no in between. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's a huge bummer. Yeah, because yeah, that's totally the thing. Fourteen forty p sixty RTX would be like that's the dream, right? Well, the dream would be four K, but like the realistic <laughs> dream of these systems. But it's funny. So all of us, all five of us, say the exact same thing. I wonder if we were to pull the world where it would lie, because that is where it comes down to. Then just have that one option, right? Like if we can get there on console, that's the difference between PC mm. and console. Like I wonder why 
I think they, the I think they case. try to give the the uh, options right because what's the point of having that sticker that says 4K if not all uh, if not all of your exclusive games are gonna uh, have the option to hit 4K right I think I think that's it's just kind of like one of the Sony like marketing things of like all right like let's just have a mode uh, where people can have their 4K if they really want it uh, since this is like a marketing thing for us you know. Yeah. Well, but I, I was... also think that Nvidia puts 8K all over their shit too now, and what yeah, percentage of people doing 8K? <laughs> yeah, the PS5 also yeah. says 8K. Yeah, it's dumb. yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah, interesting stuff. Silly as hell. Uh, but Wait, besides resolution, oh, go for it, Greg. I was going to say that we're not leaving here. You asked about Avengers. What do you want to know about Avengers? You said the A word. What do you want to know? Well, I just kind of want to know just what all of our experiences is with the whole PS4 to 5 upgrades, patches, and all that stuff. Because to me, like, I haven't played the um, Miles Morales, like that type of performance upgrade, but I've been playing a little bit of Crash 4 just to see the differences. And the resolution, frame rate, and all that stuff, don't really notice. Like, it already looked and felt really good to begin with. But, oh, my God, the loading, especially for a game that yes. is that Ooh. trial and error. And, like, the loading was already good in Crash 4 on the PS4. Uh, I was playing on the Pro. But uh, playing it on 5, it's, like, it's essentially instant. And I'm so excited that this Friday, the Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater 1 and 2 PS5 is coming out. And oh, my God. I put yeah. about 12 hours in that game in the last week. And I'm planning to play a lot more. And I'm hoping that the PS5 stuff gets the that, you know, just the retry loading time down because that's a lot of the loop there going between levels um but greg what's your experience been now with avengers which is a big game lots of loading lots of stuff going on from ps4 to ps5 i mean it's awesome in terms of load times like not the actual uh, ability of change tra- bringing your save over from the playstation 4 version which was a nightmare for so many people uh once the game is actually running on playstation 5 it's insane uh digital foundry did a whole article comparing it all and i think it was they saw one of the loads go from 62 seconds on the playstation 4 version to four seconds I read it off of IGN. I read the Do you day. feel that though? Like okay, yes, that's one hundred percent, dude. Stat. It's it's exactly Man. it's it, we're back to when we first got the PlayStation 5, and the joke was, oh, loading screen, grab my oh, it's already fucking over. Like I'm doing the same thing where I go to pull up Twitter and I'm like, oh fuck, like I don't need to kill time on the Quinjet. Hold on, I'm on IGN.com. Uh this is a Joe Scrabble's article. As Digital Foundry points out, the PS4 Pro version of the game takes around 62 seconds to load one of the game's chapters, with the PS5 managing the same feat in just four seconds the game's community is impressed with the one of the top rated posts being i know people i know everyone's talking about the roadmap and hawkeye but seriously bro i'm losing it over ps4 load times bro <laughs> and so yeah That's you awesome. do definitely feel that i think where you go through and feel it so much faster i'm click through the digital foundry article where they have a ton more stuff in here but it's way more uh giant old uh you know conversations about it than it is quick breakouts for me to look at uh, and then visually it looks great like there's a weird thing i saw imran tweet about it today that i have the same thing that gameplay looks super sharp in uh like you know really uh, crystal clear beautiful colorful but then like the overlay for text is look yeah. looks blurry for something that's happening and i, I imran somebody uh, so responded UI imran still explained at like 1080. It. I don't know what it is. Yeah, if that's yeah, what it is. The UI must still be displaying a 1080 or, or at a lower res or whatever. They're, and they, that may just be a bug. I don't know if that ever Yeah, I, I mean, that's not by choice, I'm sure. I'm sure the next patch will go in there and do something. That's cool, though. So that's, that's like a combination of of uh, Crystal Dynamics not only optimizing the game and continuing to work on optimization, but also, hey, we have this amazing tech in this PS5 now that we can take advantage of, too. Totally. So both of those... Like, I thought it was going to be, I mean, that was a legitimate reaction for me, Greg, because I thought it was going to be like 30 seconds. I would be like, oh, good. They cut it in half. Good for them. 
But holy shit, that's a massive improvement. That's a, yeah, hold on. I, I'm looking on uh, Imran's tweet here, yeah, from this morning. Or no, last night, actually. Blah, blah, blah. And somebody responds, the dynamic resolution scaling is also applied to the text for the game for some reason. So when the image resolution, for example, drops from 1900p to 1440p, this all happens with the t- also happens with the text. So I, I, I don't know what any of that means, but it's something I'm sure they didn't design and will have fixed. But I, I noticed it, too, and I saw Imran call it out, so it wasn't just me. Yeah, well, that's it's like when I would do um... with the Xbox, like the Series X, where the um, the main page, I'm blanking on the word for that right now. Home page. Uh, the, yeah, just the home page is, like, not 4K. And it's, like, it's not the end of the world, obviously, but it's just, like, it's weird that, like, that stuff's not as sharp as the actual games themselves when it is just sure. kind of UI stuff. And I imagine they're going to fix that when there's, like, a proper xbox update for the dashboard that's yeah there's another one here that's too what I was looking here for. scrabble's article goes on to talk about uh fans are uh, blah blah uh, there's a video they were all loving that shows a player this is avengers shows a player booting all the way from the ps5 home screen to playing the game in around 34 seconds wow. and you remember yeah, from th- when you did but, the video of us yeah talking. we did the video right when we had xbox series x for the first time and i was able to show stuff from that of how we're like oh look at how much faster it gets <laughs> through on avengers and that was still a while yeah yeah, I have the game pulled up right now on my PS5, and I went from menu to game, and it was literally four seconds to get from the Avengers initiative into the actual ship, which is really wow. pretty impressive. I re-downloaded it, I fired it up, and I I think I lucked into everything saving correctly, but I also don't know if that's true, because it put me in the harm room with Tony Stark, and they were like, do the harm room stuff, Tony. I was like, oh, fuck, is this the training thing? But is it how to play Tony, or is it something else? It's how to play Tony. Uh, that doesn't sound good. Because there was they, <laughs> they did when they updated the game. They uh, a couple updates ago, they added some changes and they put a harm room back on the table. That was like, a, hey, this is how I w- I remember seeing this harm room flashing forever. I was like, well, I did all these, and then I entered in. I was like, oh, it's explaining new systems and mechanics. Mm, but it. I don't know if that's what you're seeing or not. So I guess I didn't look into it then because I I thought like, wow, I must have. I must have just done everything correctly. Cause well, you might have, though, because, I mean, like, what's your... Gamer do you, sense, you know? Like, it doesn't make sense that you would load into a harm room even if you hadn't played multiplayer yet. It, you it can was, troubleshoot offline if you want. But, I mean, like, it, I would say go in and look at your characters. And it was all of stuff. us around the war table. Uh-huh. Um, look, and then Jarvis, you know, talking to us or whatever, and then Maria Hill's talking to us, and then they said, Iron Man, go to the harm room. But it's, uh, I don't know, Craig. Oh, I think that Maybe. might be them. That might be them showing you the new customizable harm rooms. But again, that no matter what, guess what? This isn't good onboarding if you don't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't sound like it's totally fucked up. I, I mean, like, you know you know maybe not lucked out because this game owes me so fucking much but like i had the same thing where i didn't run into the problem that so many other people did with uh getting the playstation 4 version to work on your or the playstation so if you're not paying attention avengers released their playstation 5 update or the playstation 5 native version of the game great your save transfer is over or you can transfer your save over great people were super stoked they deleted ps4 version of avengers they downloaded the playstation 5 version of avengers then they got in there and realized they actually needed their playstation 4 version of the avengers to upload their playstation 4 save of avengers to the crystal server side because remember for some reason with avengers all the saves are local which is totally stupid then you have to start your playstation 5 version and then even though the playstation 4 says when you or playstation 4 version says when you start the playstation 5 version you'll need to go here and download it it actually automatically downloads it so people were then uh, on top of having already deleted it on top of not having enough sa- space for both versions of the games on top of you know having to re-download a game and if you have bad internet it takes forever they were doing the thing where they started the playstation 5 version and then it would fucking hard lock and crash on some of them but and like fran had a whole thread about all his shit and yada yada, yada. and again 
I didn't have these problems, but that is like one of my huge pet peeves about video games where I tweet about something I have a problem with and people are like, work for me. Well, I was like, well, that that's not an acceptable excuse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like clearly there were enough people having this problem that there were articles written about it and all sorts of stuff about yeah. it. Yeah, I didn't, I haven't done it with Avengers, but I am two for two fucking up the process uh, with my PS4 to PS5 upgrades with both Spider-Man Remastered and um, Crash 4 where I deleted the PS4 one and then I oh, get no. into the PS5. I'm like, fuck, and then I have to re-download yeah. it to upload. I'm like, god damn it. So I had similar ones PSA for everyone. Yeah. I saw Jeff Gerstman say this today uh, on Twitter that the Tony Hawk Pro Skater uh, patch for PS4 is out today. So you ah, can nice. get your save uploaded now. So on Friday when the PS5 one's out, you're ready to freaking go. And I'm very excited for that. Um, yeah, this is it's funny. I, you know, with the Avengers stuff happening, it was interesting to see so many people uh, start speaking up and like, I told you smart delivery was great and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, yeah, it really is. And I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's f- fucking crazy that Sony bungled this like they did and that this is how the PlayStation 5 read saves and all this other stuff. But I'm also constantly of the mindset of like, but how much longer are we worried about this? Like, how much longer does this matter? How many more PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 upgrades are coming or PlayStation 5 versions of games we care about coming before this is something we look back at and we're like, remember when on PS3 when the PS the PlayStation yeah. store was a web browser? Like, no, that, we don't, when you talk about the PS3, you don't bag on it for that anymore. Yeah, and obviously this is a, a different statement, but just to give more props to Xbox, speaking of Ori, like recently I and Halo even Andy, uh, I got the my PC all set up and stuff, and been trying to play a little more on mouse and keyboard and downloading Xbox games, loading them up, and just my saves are there. I'm in Endgame, Ori, Will of the Wisp stuff, like all my Halo campaign stuff is there. I'm like, damn, like this is just it worked. I didn't need to upload or download anything. It just is there and it's awesome. So good on it's you guys. Thing, Dude, I mean, like you say, you know, not to well, actually, I'm sorry, I already blanked on what you said, but basically you're saying like not to drive it home or whatever, give what like Xbox deserves all the praise in the world for having such a seamless, great system. You know, as Blessing and I talked about on PS, I love you this week of this nonsense of the Vita PS3 PSP store closing and you won't be able to buy games anymore. The fact that that's just not a problem for Xbox people and the purchases you've made and everything being unified and like here and we are at the PlayStation better. 5. Yeah, exactly. And here we are at the PlayStation 5 and we're like, we can't fucking get a save off of a PS4 version of the game that's local to the fucking thing without having both installed. Like, how is that possible? Yeah, oh, it's silly. But before we move on, let me tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. And normally, I kind of ad-lib the, the ad reads because I know what's coming and I know how to hit all the points and stuff. But this one's special, and I want to make sure that I do the copy justice because it is something special. I know that none of you watch porn, but just in case you have any friends that do, you'll want to pay attention to this. With everything going on in the world, governments have increased their surveillance. They're using your devices to track your location, movements, and in many countries, your internet activity. You don't want to be literally caught with your pants down and one of the best ways to keep your online browsing activity private by using ExpressVPN. When you use ExpressVPN, your internet connection is rerouted through a secure encrypted server so you can surf the web anonymously without anyone looking over your shoulder. Look, I know you probably think all you have to do is use incognito mode and no one can see what you watched every last... I'm not, I'm not going too far with this, you know what I mean? There's just a lot of videos that you could be watching, but you're wrong. Even when you use incognito mode, your internet provider like Comcast or AT&T can see every single website you visit. And if you live on campus or use a shared Wi-Fi, your network admin can and two, to be honest, it's kind of scary. That's why you should be using ExpressVPN. I use ExpressVPN because, oh, I don't know, not me, but I, you know, friends, 
sometimes use my computer. Uh, with that ExpressVPN, you're giving people a free license to peek over your shoulder and see all the freaky shit you're looking at. <laughs> they put that. They wanted me to say that. I love it. Uh, so protect your privacy today and get three months of ExpressVPN for free. Visit expressvpn.com slash kind of funny. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash kind of funny for three months free with a one-year package. I'm telling you, ExpressVPN, all jokes aside, all that stuff, it's great, it's awesome, it just works, and uh, it's a good thing to have. ExpressVPN.com slash kind of funny to learn more. So now it's topic of the show time. It's a review, everybody. Our first review in a while, It Takes Two, a game we've been looking forward to for for quite a while as well. Blessing, you have beat the entire game. So this is the Blessing review of It Takes Two. Oh, snap, I'm nervous. What do you want to start with? Well, hold, I mean, we can go that. Who else has been playing? Because I've been, I've been playing. playing right? I, okay. I played two hours with Gia. Okay. My whole thing going into that is she does not play games at all. Sure. Uh, infamously, a couple of years ago, I tried getting her to play Super Mario World, trying to just get her to, to, to teach her through. She couldn't beat the first level. Sure. After sure. about 30 minutes, I'm like, we're giving up. She's frustrated. She hates this. Not yeah. trying to push this not the way to do at it. all. Yeah. But with It yeah. Takes Two, I was like, you know what? This is a little bit different. It's been described as a romantic comedy game. And I'm like, I'm going to give this a shot. So we played for two hours. And I'll tell you about my experience later because I want to hear about Bless's full full thing. And then, Greg, you played. I played five hours now. I'm in level six of nine or environment six of nine uh, through the nice. game. So I've made nice. a pretty good clip. I've been playing with Jen the whole way too. And that's been the similar thing too. Not that obviously Jen works in games, but it's more the fact that, you know, Jen, 97 year old grandmother goes to bed early. So I get a certain amount of hours out of her before mm-hmm. it's like, all right, we'll pick this up tomorrow. Yeah. For yeah. me, it was, there was, um, I was informed that there's no sniper rifle in the game, so I, I mm, had that to sounds about right. If you're not again. splattering brains, Andy, it, it, you there is care. a dash though. If, if there's a want, dash there's mechanic, a, there's a nice dash. There, are, there is a lot of there is a lot of shooting in there. No, if, 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 you to, if you wanted to, if you wanted to play with me, the, 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 we live together. You know, it'd be, it'd be kind of nice. I would like really have to go over there. It only takes two, man. You can also play online. Yeah, you could play online. You never actually play online. Yeah, but I had to be right here. You know, blessing. Go for it. What do you think? I, of I love two? this game. I th- honestly, this is this is some of the most fun I've had in a video game in in maybe years. I wow. am blown. I am blown away by how fun this game is. Yeah, I like. I legitimately hope this studio never stops making co op games because they have found their bag. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where to start. Like, wait. So, first what off, is it takes two blessing? First I off, mean, Joseph Ars won't give you a thousand dollars. So, like, let's get off that off the table. Yeah, no, I am not getting a thousand dollars from Damn. Joseph Ferris. That is first wow. and foremost. I, I mean, it takes two. Is a, it's a co op platformer game that's also a fusion of a bunch of different genres because from scene to scene they're always doing something crazy and different uh you play you you and your co-op partner plays a a married couple and i guess this is like very early game stuff you play you play as a married couple that is that that have transformed into these essentially doll-like creatures and they're trying to figure out how to escape the situation they're in that's like it that's the premise simplified uh, but from there, you, you're basically you're basically moving from environment to environment, level to level, taking on these different platforming challenges, taking on these different co-op challenges, and a lot like a way out, you're working together to figure out how to get to the next scene, how to do the next thing. Uh, and so that's the game. That's the game simplified. I think the big thing for me when it comes to why this game is so good is the fact that it it has almost a Nintendo-ish sort of design philosophy to it, where it feels like they are introducing new mechanics very consistently from level to level. So one level you'll have 
uh, one, one, so I, I played as the dude throughout my my, my playthrough. Uh, my co-op partner played as, uh, through uh, played as his his wife. Uh, you know, you'll have one tool as the dude. The wife will have an, a, another tool, and that'll persist th- throughout the entire level. So for for one level, for example, I had like a paint gun sort of thing, like a paint gun cannon. Uh, and my co-op partner had uh a grenade launcher that would light on fire when it would when oh. it would impact with the paint, which is a pretty cool thing. And so that mechanic lasted for like i want to say like an hour and a half maybe throughout throughout that whole level and it never it never overstayed its welcome and all the juice that we got out of that mechanic like they found so many different ways just in the mm-hmm. game design and different scenarios that they put you in to uh figure out how you can use that and it was never it was never not fun there are like there there are a bunch of different mechanics that they continually introduced throughout the game and it was never not fun which is the thing that blew me away yeah, that was the thing, you know, when I did the preview of it, first impression with a bunch of gameplay of me and Lucy James from GameSpot playing is up on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. They gave a presentation before it. And, you know, one of the things Joseph Ferris was asked or at least brought up from his presentation was like, there's no collectibles in the game. And he's like, no, we didn't go in and shove like coins or some weird thing or like little hidden things for you to go do because we want the game to be its own reward. We want it to be these lovingly crafted worlds you get involved with and you hear that and it's like oh yeah of course but playing it even for that hour i did with lucy and then getting to go here i couldn't get over that every environment you went to and every new mechanic you were given was this breath of fresh air was this unexpected thing was that thing i was like i can't believe i'm doing this and the fact that it keeps reinventing itself that way in changing things and there's so many things i want to talk about but i don't want to spoil right that yeah. i don't want to get into that's the, like, that's the difficult part about 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 the game is that i feel like with each reveal or with each new thing introduced that becomes a, re- a reward upon itself yeah and you mentioned that joseph ferris mentioned that he didn't want to have collectibles in the game there are there is a like a small form of collectible that is these uh uh player versus player mini games that you can yeah. do where you'll basically face each other in like either shooting challenges or though actually i'm not gonna spoil that one because that that was actually a fantastic one to, to discover but like uh you know like strength challenges whatever it may be one right? of the ones like we showed in our preview was the whack-a-mole right where one okay, person yes. is the mole that goes underneath and pops out and the other person is trying to knock him in the head yeah and that is one of that is one of the most fun collectibles that i've had in the game because it was yeah. this fun interactable thing and towards the end of the game me and me and the person i was playing with we were both like man i hope there's a way to just play these solely because these mini games are just fun to himself uh and thankfully yeah you can teleport between them and, and do the specific mini games you want to do andy cortez standy cortez thank you thank you thank you Greg. um were there any of the frustrations that you might get from like a portal game so i want to talk about that for a Cracks second and beer. this game uh no it's a uh, lemoncello lacroix uh the, wait what's the other part of the lemon like what this one tastes more like you know there's like lime and key lime this one's uh more like a, a, a lemon pie type thing. Lemon oh, lemon meringue? meringue? Oh. A lemon meringue. Oh, yeah, sign me yeah. up. I had a, yeah. I had a But I was thinking of like, but like still. Well, where does that creating, you know? Like if it was like lemon, lemon tangerine, you'd be like, oh, lemon tangerine, the, right? Lemon tangerine. <laughs> yeah, what, what does the cello come into it? What's the cello? You know, I think it just means little lemon, you know? Oh, it's a French. They're doing a French thing. Like yeah. Moi. yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, okay. exactly. Uh, this game to me is so far the king of aha moments. And granted, it is aha moments playing with Gia, who doesn't play games. So it was a lot of that for her was a big like, oh, like little things for us of like, oh, we stand on this to open a door. 
she's not really that used to, sure. you know, uh, but even for me being somebody that is much more experienced with games, it moves so quickly, like room to room, puzzle to puzzle that yeah, you so far head. in the yeah. two hours. Exactly. It's not portal levels of like, you know, you have to try for like 15 minutes to figure out exactly what you're doing and then boom, you get it. There's just so many mini puzzles, but each one of them feels like you're not just doing something to do it. Every single one feels like it it has a, a fun gimmick to it or something interesting that builds upon itself. Similarly to Mario 3D World, how we were talking about, about the way that it introduces a mechanic, makes it a little bit more challenging, and then continues that and like flips it. This game yeah. does that so much, so yeah. often, Constantly. so quickly. And that was the Tim, when you walked away, that was the first thing I said is that this game feels like it abides by Nintendo design philosophy. Like it and I so the game is eleven hours in total for my playthrough that I did. And it didn't it I've the the game was paced amazingly. Like it kept that same thing up throughout the entire thing wow. where it would introduce a, it would introduce a new major mechanic. Hey, this is the thing you're gonna be doing throughout this whole level. And so you're you as this character are going to be shooting while this character is going to be doing melee attacks or whatever the the variant is for that level. And yeah, it does that exact thing where you get a few minutes in. Cool. Here's a twist on that. Cool. A few minutes later, here's another twist on that. All right, cool. Now we're going to change that up entirely in a way that makes you rethink what the mechanics they were just given. Cool. We're going to twist that now. Cool. Here's a boss fight. Like the way in which they continue to do that stuff out is so good. And yeah, to what you said about uh, comparing it to Portal, it, it, it does the aha moments so well because the game, the game in the 11 hours I played only had maybe a couple of moments where me and my co-op partner were, were stumped and didn't know like, okay, what the fuck are we supposed to do here? And that only lasted maybe three minutes at most. Every other would, time, none of the challenges were, were too difficult for us to, to, uh, to make us get frustrated, but difficult enough to make us go, oh, shit, we did it when we would figure it out. Well, totally. It, the thing about it, too, is I feel like when you get to that stumped portion or you don't know how to advance, and this is the other thing Joseph Ferris from Hazelight had talked about in the presentation, right, is that this game is designed to make you talk to each other. It's why he doesn't see it being a game you're gonna, you'd ever play with strangers. There's no random matchmaking, right? Like, this is an idea that you play with your friends because a ping system wouldn't work here. And one of the things last night, you know, uh, we, Jen and I were playing, and I got to the end of this thing that she had to, you know, go over here and control so I could actually get there. And I got there. And then she was trying to get over to me and started backtracking. And the thing was where we had it like, wait, what are we supposed to do here? It's this fascinating thing of the reason I felt every time we've run into something where it's like, wait, what are we supposed to do? It's because I know what I'm doing, but I need to understand what she's doing. Because you, the two characters, Cody and May, Doing dramatically different things and again every level has a gimmick that it gives you, you your characters but again you don't have the same gimmick so like you know for me it's the one that i i like uh, that i've liked the most in terms of like oh man this really broke my brain right was like you know uh may gets mag boots like ratchet right and then i had the ability to shrink really small or get really big and so it was that thing of trying to mix that up and do it but like you're talking about blessing where it's like okay walking on the wall sure okay shrinking in here fine but then eventually having it where even when she's not walking on a wall anymore her world is still inverted so she's you know she's no longer sticking to something but she's upside down and then how does that work when we need to swing on like there's so many different iterations on it that you really need to talk to your partner and figure out like wait what are you doing exactly how does your your gimmick work standy cortez um bless so it sounds like bless is the only one who used online co-op because tim and greg were probably using a shared screen yeah so bless i'm assuming did you use that share with a friend mode or whatever it is they call no, it. no so I, pl- I played with a person who from another outlet who happened to get a code got it okay yeah got it yeah and so that Pierre worked pretty, pretty well yeah i played i played with Pierre Schneider from <laughs> i played from yami uh, from twinfinite uh and the online worked really well like there are only a few a few moments where 
I could tell that something was off where she was wall jumping and the wall jumping on my screen seemed off and I made a joke about it and she was like, wait, I don't get it. And I was like, oh, on my screen, this this looks weird. Uh, but yeah, it worked pretty well on playing online. And it, of course, when you're playing online, it still has that split screen because the idea is it is supposed to be like this local co-op. And also you do want to see what you your partner is You have to see doing. it, right? Yeah, you have to yeah. understand what they're seeing and why it isn't working. And Especially when you're exactly. trying to time stuff out, and uh, you know, one, two, three, both of you jump, both of you slam, exactly. both of you do yeah. whatever you need to do. And there's there is a lot of that, which I, I found to be really fun. Um, but yeah, another another thing I love about this game is that it feels like almost all of the 3D platformers I've played from the N64, PlayStation 2, PS3 era all smashed together, but then yeah. also they removed all the fat from it. Where mm-hmm. it is, it it is it is almost like, and I feel like this is overselling and, and hyperbole, but this is how much I love this game. It feels like Naughty Dog made a platformer in certain places, <laughs> in the ways in the ways that the the set pieces just flow from one to the next over and over, and so you're always just doing something new and exciting, uh, uh, back to Troy back, Baker. and it keeps and it and it keeps up. I mean, the loop there is great because Andy, earlier you're asking about if, if the puzzles are frustrating or anything. It's like what I like about it is that not only are they not frustrating they're very like they make you feel good when you figure them out even if it doesn't take that long then actually doing it the challenge itself is also fun like i feel like they do a really good job of kind of like coming through with the 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 offer of what they're 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 presenting to you where it's like okay cool oh this is what we need to do now let's actually try to do it and you might fail it a couple times because like what i what we ended up playing and it took us two hours because we're playing with somebody that doesn't play video games at all. So the idea of a camera was very difficult to sure, explain yeah. to her. Um, but we got all the way through a boss fight, which like I imagine oh, wow. would have took you guys probably 45 minutes to get through. Um, but like there was a lot of different types of gameplay and a lot of different um, experiences. But I always was engaged with the the puzzles and then the actual platforming challenges that the puzzles are aligned with. And, and that was was something that I didn't necessarily expect because a lot of the times and especially early on in these type of games, it's like, okay, I know exactly what to do. I'm just going to keep running. And, you know, Andy, we've been playing Mario 3D World. And it's like, if we weren't looking for the green stars, we're just kind of blazing through this thing in the end, you know? But it's like when you stop and kind of like are forcing yourself to get the challenge, that's where the fun comes. This game is that challenge. This game is designed around that and making sure that every single moment is is interesting. And you're, you're how many hours in, Tim? Two hours, but I think it's a real forty-five minutes. Okay. Just, it, it, we had there was a lot of there was one part where like there's these two fans spinning and we need to jump from van to fan and oh, a lot of deaths. Guys. <laughs> was a lot, okay. lot of deaths. <laughs> so based on what Bless said, I mean, this is eleven hours ish of just pure unbridled fun, consistent. Right? There weren't a whole lot of you didn't really experience yeah, any dips of like. I mean, yeah, this level kind of sucks or whatever. Not really. Like there were there there's moments where the game breathes. Like that was I was actually a thing that surprised me a little bit where you get to certain levels and they are, hey, here's a bit of open exploration and you and your co-op partner can fuck around and like you don't you never really talk to NPCs in the in, in the way that you would in like an RPG or whatever, but uh there will be like NPCs hanging out and you can fuck around with them a little bit or you can skate on on uh the like on grind rails or whatever for a bit (laughs) dude there's i mean there's an there's uh an ice world where you can ice skate for a little bit and just hang out and like there there are quite a few of those moments that that shocked me when we got there because it felt like again to to the benefit of pacing they had figured out how to make make those moments breathe but there wasn't i don't think there was a level for me 
where I was like, this is this is a downer or this is going slow. Like there are a few moments where I felt like they were going long with certain mechanics, but I think that was just because I expected the game to be a similar length as a way out, and instead it it was just way way longer. Um, yeah, I can't overstate how how different every level is how different every biome is and even when you like you know you're traversing through the house it's the parents in these dolls trying to get to their daughter to get out of the dolls right and so like i thought early on i was like (laughs) that's the thing about it like with no spoilers like we're playing it and again the concept you know that we blessing talked about it you know it's this cooperative rom-com it's you know these two this the daughter finds out her parents are getting divorced and you know accidentally casts a spell on them and they're in these dolls right and so it gives off this early on a little bit of it is this like cutesy kind of thing and it is oriented around the child the kid a bit but then like it gets into like there's this very specific section where like it is fucked up and like Jen, oh, yeah. Jen was like this is fucked up and I'm like I know it is and I love it because they're playing it so well of the parents being like this is uh, we have to do this we're sorry and like like I won't get into any about it but it was like they fuck around with that a lot to make it uh, enjoyable and to take those turns you don't expect and then to go into environments and places you don't expect and uh, you know one thing we haven't talked about like and I want to ask questions about for uh, both uh, Blessing and Tim to a lesser extent um the performances i think the voice acting is so well done and the mocap is so well done but my question would be blessing did you connect with the story were you in for the story not not really and i think part of it is not really because i think part i think part of it is it does skate that line of hey we're a comedy but with with real shit going on and so when they got into some of the real shit i for the through the majority of the game I was like, okay, whatever. It is what it is. It's a story about divorce, and you know, we're. I guess we're just gonna go through those motions. Toward the very, toward the very end, that did get me into it. I was like, okay, I, I do like where they're going because the game, the game takes a turn halfway where they start dealing more directly with the divorce and and and, yeah. and, and all that shit. And that was that that was the moment that started started getting me a little bit invested in that relationship. And toward the end, I think they they did get me, That's, but I oh, I do think the comedy stuff did did land well with me for the most part like i think there are a lot of funny jokes there are a lot of funny bits they do funny stuff with gameplay where all of a sudden you're playing a different genre of game and you're like what the fuck where'd this come from and that stuff is is really fun and cool is that Uh, why jen tweeted that out this morning greg i didn't see what she tweeted what she tweet uh she tweeted this morning like when was the last time you really laughed at a video game or yeah something why are there funny video games i haven't got a chance to talk to her today if that that was driven by it but it might be part of it right um yeah where, where where are all the funny video games at uh well she no then she follows up with what the golf she worked on right because she's trying oh. to do like that kind of thing uh no we're enjoying the comedy of it but the problem she's having a bigger problem with it than i am but i do agree with her is that right now where we are five hours in six levels out of nine they're just i think starting to get to the real shit you're talking about where they're in therapy and doing it and for me this should have happened three hours ago because it's been six levels or maybe five of them being like this wouldn't be your fault if you didn't do this well you should have done this and it's like as long as that's gone on it's like man you guys are just not meant to be together and and maybe that's what the payoff's gonna be when i get to the end maybe that is the payoff right and but it's also that thing of like yeah we get it you don't like each other fuck all right like break up gee like it's like it's not enjoyable i I, if I, i was expecting a softening quicker than this we're in 
in outrageous scenario trying to fit, get to our daughter and trying to get back to life maybe we should be chill about the fact that you work too much or whatever like we're putting that aside or we're gonna start healing quicker and like now that the therapy stuff's happening i'm hoping we're gonna get there like you know last night i don't even 30 minutes before i stopped playing 40 minutes we finally had the first moment where the, it was that wait do you really feel that way yeah oh and it's like well yeah fuck why didn't this happen three levels ago or yeah, like why didn't this happen during the action like b- before this point because like the game the game starts where after they've already made that decision of they're gonna get divorced uh and there are certain things in the story that are in- that are introduced where it's like man you guys apparently just really did not communicate as a couple and that was the thing both me and my co-op partner were saying we're like man it feel it they are not meant to be like they are they, this couple is, is doomed with how with how uh everything is going with things that are introduced uh with their relationship because they're, they're yeah they are talking about things like hey i wish i wish you would have done this for me hey i wish you would have been home more i wish you would have done x y and z and it's stuff that is very like top level and basic level that it's hard for me to believe that they're just now having these conversations um but yeah to your point I, I you would be surprised right i try not to like judge that aspect too hard because every relationship is different and yeah. obviously like relationships fall apart all the time because I, of lack of I'm, communication i'm really interested to play this game as a child of like two uh, one and a half failed marriages and like really see like how they go about that yeah, yeah. but like i i do I, i'm i do hear what greg's saying though because there are there are points in the story where i'm like i wish they would have introduced this sooner like the the therapy part part that we're talking about right now right like i think that is a thing that should have been introduced earlier and i think there are parts even later on that that are after where greg's at where you're gonna get there and you're gonna be like where was this the whole time why like this is a this is a weird thing to introduce this late in the game uh it feels sorry please go i was gonna say it feels like certain story elements in the game they didn't it feels like they didn't know where to introduce certain things. Like it feels like certain people weren't talking in terms of what the A, B, and C of the story is going to be. Yeah, I'm happy you guys are both saying this. Go for it, Greg. I was going to say it'll be quick. Sorry, and that's that's what's you know been interesting because we'll play it for a long or not long. Well, I guess yeah, we've been trying to play it since Saturday, right? So longer periods of time to go through it, and it's that thing is I can see it wear Jen down. Right. And but then today, and then today, she's like, are we playing tonight? Like, I really want to play. Like, I, she, she likes the gameplay. We want to see the story through. But it's been a, a interesting. Like, why are you making it so hard to root for them? Mm-hmm. What you yeah, it's, to- I, I'm happy you guys said all that before I gave my uh, opinion on the again, the opening of this game. Uh, and this is going to sound way harsher than than the realities of what this game potentially can be and what it sounds like it is from Bless. But, uh, you know, I asked G, I was like, hey. No pressure. Would you be down to try this with me or whatever? And she's like, yeah, sure. So, of course, there's that, then a pressure on me of like, oh, fuck, I hope it's good. I hope whatever. <laughs> and when we started the game, like, I was legitimately embarrassed, like, as the story was playing out in the in the very beginning before we actually got to play the game. Well, I, and I was in my own head about it, but I'm like, oh, fuck, like, this is what Gia thinks I do when I'm playing games is, like, watch this level of storytelling and and, like, the actual content of what's being said between these characters. It's like, you know, it might... The pitch of it is that I gave her is like, oh, it's like a rom-com like Pixar movie. And it's like, this ain't no Pixar movie. And granted, those are extremely high standards. But, you know, it's one of those things where for the amount of time I've talked to her about what narrative in video games can be and like, you know, The Last of Us and all this stuff. It's like to see this, I was kind of like, oh, man. But then there's a character introduced very early on that totally changed that. And I'm like, okay, cool. This motherfucker is my homie. Are you you talking about Dr. Hakeem? is the goat man like and immediately it got her more in she was laughing and i'm like okay good good like there, there's something here and 
at the end of the day, that's a video game. Like there needs to be that intro set up to just kick things off and get things going. Cause once the actual gameplay started, the characters back and forth were funny and were interesting. It is very one note uh, about the divorce so far. And I can see what you guys are saying. I'm not surprised that it, it takes a while to get past the takes two. You broke this and said you were going to fix it. Well, you said blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh, and that okay. persists throughout. And that's yeah, why it's so fucked imagine, up that you're, you're where you imagine. are in level one where that happens and it's still happening. Like, All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can I can imagine that. But, you know, that's kind of the, the balance between what they're trying to do here. And I do think that, you know, this being more for kids, I can see this being an, an, an amazing experience for them. After we were done playing, I asked G, I was like, because I throughout it, I wasn't asking her how, how, what she thought about it. I wasn't giving my opinion. I just wanted sure. it to be raw from her. And her response was that, like, she thought it was very lacking in content and, it, you know, was, like, kind of cringeworthy at times for what it was trying to go for, but that she totally gets the appeal of the gameplay and that while she wasn't good at it, was getting really frustrated, she really understands. And the idea that this is mainly for kids is awesome and i think a big thing there is you don't die in this game like it is very much made to kind of make you feel good and make you get through these different things so even if you die a bazillion times you pop back immediately there's there's so many different ways to even in a boss fight it's like you just kind of need to mash triangle a lot and then you're back and i liked that because it wasn't just gia dying over and over and over feeling like she wasn't doing anything when she would die she had to interact with the controller she had to actually do something to bring her character back and i can totally imagine you know a a like 7 8 year old kid being fucking in love with this world and in love with the the funny characters that we're seeing and and especially dr hakim um see i don't know if i would call this a kids game at all like there are there are hmm. there i mean in terms of dialogue and narrative and all that stuff there's weird moments of cuss words like be, being introduced really and yeah like the, there was like a, a whole scene where they they start talking about a relationship and like they go they go they went super hard on that and i was like oh this feels kind of out of place for this game where that otherwise feels like it is family friendly classic um, joseph far yeah this, we is, yeah, this we, is back to what i was talking about right of like that <laughs> fucked up that whole fucked up segment where it's like i think it can give off the vibe especially early on that it's a kid's game but i don't think it is no like i think it is designed for us like the people who want to play it with their significant other and kind of go through that rather than a brother or something like that as you'd be growing up even though it's cute even though the gameplay could suffice there i think the connective tissue would be a turnoff i would have never thought that you all would have felt this way um going into this game and i'm kind of excited to look into it now are we putting the official kind of funny approved seal badge on this video game we sure are andy show it to him Fuck. did you make Do it the jingle for it too. I you, you, to make you it. can't like ask a question like that and not have something prepared andy come on you're right dude you're right no i don't have a jingle, <laughs> I don't have a jingle or anything no. we'll get started on it and then just when you you we'll tweet it we'll tweet it at joseph ferris okay because like official. i want to see our names on like the it takes two kind of funny sure. says um kind of funny approved you know kind of funny approved yeah I mean, I'll say it right up. now. Right now, it is it is my number one game of the year. Like, I'm, I was about I'm to sure, ask that too. I'm wow. sure something is going to come through, That's come down later in the right year, there. dethrone it. But like right now, it is the, my favorite game I've played this year. I am I am blown away by it. My, see, do do me a hmm. do me a, a favor and say that as one clean sentence that could like fit on like a box in a quote. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It takes two is currently my. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, need, I need to get it clean. 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 <laughs> no, this is the running quote. EA's writing all this down. <laughs> oh, no, not even, no, don't include oh, this on the box, EA, please. God damn it. God damn it. Shit. Uh, it Takes Two is currently my game of the year. Currently. That was great. Emphasis, was on, great. emphasis on currently. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't be in there honestly, as well. Honestly, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not done with it, as I've said. But, like, 
I could easily see this still being in the top five of your game of the year by the end of the year. Same. Like, I think, Honestly. again, this game is so inventive and so clever and so interesting. And it is that even as I play it now, I, I, I'm I going to be down uh, afterwards to play it again from the other perspective to go be May and see what that experience is like and play it with other people and, you know, jump in online and do stuff that way. Like, it's something really, really special. Here's another pull quote. Another pull quote. Andy, you haven't played it. Okay. It takes two. Looks interesting. I might think about it and I'll, it'll be in my thoughts. And also the guy from the... Sesame Street video, not a pervert. Not also, a, not get your creator code in there. Get your creator code. <laughs> are we talking, are we talking about, about the puppet <laughs> or the human? I still need clarification. I'm glad. I'm glad that guy seems to be a good person. Creator code. Well, that we don't know. There's just a lot of. There's, <laughs> this is not confirmed. You know what I mean? Oh, got it. Okay. One of my one of my few complaints actually is Doctor Hakim, though. I feel like Doctor Hakim is weirdly like it's over a, it's the top, stereotypical. It's on a line, and like the like. Throughout, he continues on the line throughout the whole game. Mm. Where I mean, it, for for folks who might not understand who Doctor Akim is, he is this sentient book that is like this book of love that is supposed to therapize your marriage or whatever. And he he is characterized by this very stereotypical Mexican voice, like in character that is com- that is supposed to be like light and funny and all this stuff but at points i was like this seems like a lot they're really leaning into like this this character in a way that feel in a way that i don't know how i feel about but it's not like it's not like ruin the game offensive or anything like that but it is like a hmm, i don't know i don't the, know the about things this for me with the with as far as i've gotten into it is like i i feel like that's just kind of embedded in in my expectations more than what's actually presented to me because it's like Hakim, not a traditional Mexican not at name, all. you know what I mean? It's like like that. It's, it's Indonesian. And, you know, with that, it's kind of like I kind of took it as this sounds like a thing that could be problematic, but like it's distance enough and different enough for me that so far I'm like, it's not crossing that line. But it it's kind it is one of those things where it's like when Nick's talking on a podcast, and I'm like, at any moment, at any moment, I might need to be like, maybe we shouldn't do that. You know? Yeah, I I was going to say you know what they get to pass for me joseph Fad is spanish and he is not spanish i just nope. i've seen the name <laughs> Fades before and i've seen uh mexicans back home with that name but he is swedish and lebanese so never mind i was it's his the voice actor is joseph uh balderrama who is uh was born in mexico wilmer's City. brother okay we were trying we were trying to figure that out when we were playing too because we were like the the line would be if it was voice acted by just a white dude or or yeah like yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah when he was not bad. latino at all well and, and that so was that, the thing that of like, it out. and like i i know nothing about it right and obviously i'm a fucking generic ass white dude from the middle of the country so it's not like i'm out here like briefed on all of this and like what's acceptable or not the way i took it right was the fact that uh you know understanding obviously it's 2021 in that haze light joseph ferris and ea are all on top of what the hell's going on in the world that the way they play him up dr hakeem right where like the language of love and like the strum of the guitar they have every time yeah. he comes in and the way he talks. And I think he says Olay a couple times. Like it just was striking Spanish, me that they were very much doubling down on this like Spanish fly kind of influence or like, you know, this, this, this love letter to it rather than it being offensive. It was actually trying to be like that characterization of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm usually, fi- I'm usually fine with stuff like that. Like I know cyberpunk had its fair share of criticism with how, Every mix, hey, it's on like this essay, and then 
thinking about it, it's like, well, I know a lot of people back home who talk like that. <laughs> like, like, that's <laughs> like this majority, is to the people. A, a majority, a lot of people that I know speak like that. So, Do they say know. hasta la vista? Because he does no. say hasta la vista at some point. Now, we both mean people first I was playing with were like, that, that is not a Spanish <laughs> term, I don't think. Um, but yeah, no, I. I I got more comfortable with it where late when later in the game they started introducing like other character other personal other characters that were from other dialects and stuff. Because for the longest time, Dr. Akim in the game was kind of the only one. And it it, it was him, it is me as Corey playing this American dude, and then my my British wife, and then everybody else being British. When they started the introducing British. other and the kids British, when they started introducing more characters that were like had different dialects and were were other kind of stereotypical stuff thrown in, and that's why I was like, okay. I feel a little bit better about this, but yeah. The Games Radar thing. has an interview up with uh, Ferris where he talks a little bit about it. And quote, Dr. Hakim is a cheesy character. Yes, but cliches are cliches for a reason, Ferris explains. It's not about just knowing. It's about realizing. This guy is very cheesy and obvious guy, but an obvious guy. But if you listen to him closely, if you if you do really realize uh, it's the equivalent of therapy sessions, I don't know how many, but as long as the game is, <laughs> if you go to the therapist with a one-hour session, you have 14 therapy sessions. Let's market it that way. God bless this man. I just love Dude, just Ferris yeah. gives no fucks, and I appreciate it. He puts it. in a sentence that it's like, I don't know if any of that made sense, but you know what? I love it. You love to see it, love to hear it. Love him. Uh, well, everyone, check out It Takes Two. It gets the kind of funny two thumbs up, seal of Did approval. Did you finish it? What's it? the seal of approval look like? Did you finish it, Andy? Oh, yeah. So working. I'm, I'm exporting it right now. Okay, sorry. Thank you. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, hopefully, we'll get to that in the post show for patreon.com slash kind of funny game supporters. We'll see you there. If not, we'll see you next week. Love you.